Hey guys, welcome back to another week of Autastic, your comedian's guide to autism. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Kirk Smith and my co-host... Graham K. Hello everybody. Thank Boom. you for coming back to the old Autastic. Five years running, still talking, still doing it, and um, having some fun. Kirk, uh, how are you? How is your son JJ this week? Son JJ is great. This is my last week uh, on tour. I had to um, call today with him. I'm still down in Florida. I was having lunch with a, a comic named Steve Simone. I think it's a mutual friend. You know Steve from LA? He's a, Yeah. Yeah. Had lunch with Steve Simone. He moved out to, 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 to Florida, and a lot of people moved out here. So I had a little call right in between. So the three of us had a little call. And the new thing with JJ they're doing is um, um, there's something called PEX, which is like pictures, and they yeah. do like we've talked yeah, about so, that. Yep, yep. And so like they'll have a board like in the, in the Vel- pictures of Velcro, mm-hmm. and so they're kind of f- f- the lady who's with him today is kind of like was, you've talked about him using this on the phone before, which is great. It's like a newer yes. thing that he's doing. I feel yes. with you. and I feel like yeah. each of the teachers or sorry aides is a little different. But this one that was today was really prompting him. And so he was going through the, the like, which is what I'd like for him to do. Like, show me what he's done. So, like, shows me the car. And then they went to the the uh, pavilion. I forget the word in Swedish, but it's pavilion. Something very similar anyway. And then uh, what else? So they, they walked me through all the steps they did today. And then he cooked. And then he, 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 he made his, uh, today's Friday, so he got a Coke. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, he gets his one Coke a week that he, he tries to guzzle like it's a contest. Mm-hmm. He pounds, he pounds that Coke. Like it's the best thing he's ever had. It's not, and he does this lick lipping thing. Great. And, uh, <laughs> but it was, it was cute. It was cute. Yeah. And, um, another, he was wearing, t- today he was wearing that, uh, Fortnite. I bought him these Fortnite t-shirts and, and I bought one for myself. But last time we played basketball, I wore and you made fun of me. Yep. <laughs> Fifty-year-old man playing basketball in a Fortnite shirt. I'm like, oh, it's great. This is a brand, and they make forts or something. It's great. It's like it's an outdoor brand, I think. <laughs> nope, it's an indoor brand. <laughs> uh, it's Uniqlo. It's that uh, Japanese brand I really like. So uh, he had one of those shirts on. He he was, he was he was in a good mood. He was happy. That's great. So yeah, we're still trying to plan trips. You know, everybody's. I'm not vaccinated yet. They just opened it up to my age group though. And uh, when I get back, when I get back to New York. Sunday, my last day. I'm I'm done. I'm ready to go home. I, you have a an appointment to get vaccinated? No, but by the time I get there, they're going to be forcing people to get them. It's like they're not going to. Yeah, you're not going to need an appointment. It's uh, or if not, I'll wait another week and then I'll not need an appointment. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> well, that's good. Uh, um, I think over half the U.S. population's had it. They said so. They're getting to the point where everybody who wants it is going to have had it pretty soon. So then it's a different. You? Yeah. I, I got it already. Um, you got both, right? Feeling good. Uh, both that, yeah, Pfizer and Moderna. I got both. Um, <laughs> That's what you're supposed to do. And you took them orally, too, which is unusual. Yeah. But uh, yep. <laughs> yep. just taking shots of Moderna. <laughs> just to be safe. That's what I say. Uh, I waited outside the the clinic when they were throwing out the expired ones. And uh, mm-hmm. just, just I, you know. You pulled down your little pants a little bit so they give it to you in the buttocks. And you said, sir, this is in the arm. I'm like, oh, sorry. This is a, it's just a normal misunderstanding. I did this at the grocery store, too. <laughs> yeah. My arms, I, uh, I am. I'm in showbiz. I can't have track marks on my arms. <laughs> I'm trying to cheer up Graham. He's on the road, and the road can wear you down. 
Well, I just not sleeping well. Um, I get grumpy, and I'm a little grumpy, and that's all. That, but but I'm okay. I'm I'm gonna be fine. I am fine. Um, talk to Peter, you know, and he's calling his regular seven times a day, and he uh and i'm like you're getting lonely this is why you're calling all the time and he's like am i bothering you but i don't want to discourage he you is bothering me it. yeah it makes sense he's completely bothering me um and i quite frankly i'm over it talking to him all day every day <laughs> wow. um but he needs it for his own mental health so i do it i mean what am i gonna do let this guy go nuts in his apartment it's not I can't. I can't let yeah, that sometimes happen. Sometimes you so. do stuff for family. That's good. Yeah. So anyway, he's he. Uh, you know, he does have his first shot, but there's no end in sight in terms of when his job is going to come back. And the guy works. I mean, he works uh, cleaning stuff at a. He's a janitor at a at like a banquet hall. <laughs> I mean, when is the banquet hall coming back online? Probably never. We don't want to say it. But he's probably never going to get his job back. And so we're just sort of like... Yeah, keep... but something else will open up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I know. It's not. I mean, it's not the end of the world, but you can't just tell him your job's done. He's going to break his heart. He needs goals or something to look forward to. Anyway, he's just home, and he lives alone and my parents are like come live with us and he did that at the bit in the you know the beginning of the pandemic he did we left he lived for five months with them and it was good for his mental health to be around other people yeah, yeah. and it was probably good for my parents in some way too to have a little you know a project you know peter and something you know it's just nice to have people around he, he peter can be a good hang yeah and so um but Peter refuses to go back because he just loves his apartment and he there's part of him that feels like it's all going to be taken away if he goes back again. And I know living with your parents can be annoying and I get that. But, I mean, it's just, it's a lot. I mean, he literally calls me every hour. I get a FaceTime every hour. And, um, and it's not like we're talking about new things. It's we're talking about being bullied in high school. We're talking about have teachers changed since when I went to high school? Um, yes, they've changed. Well, that's good. And do you think that they'd be proud of me now? Yes, I think they'd be proud of you now. Um, oh, the windows are getting changed in his apartment. So we talk about that. And then an hour, like, you know, and then uh, next day we talk another half hour about the windows getting changed. And then the next day we talk another half hour about the windows getting changed. And I know a lot of you um, parents of autism, uh, people with autism are like, yeah, I get it. Um, but like, I know you're like, I, yeah, 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 I'm, I'm, I get it. I get it. I get it. But it's uh, like you have to deal with it all day. And I know, but it's just, that's where I'm at. You know, it's just that part of the pandemic where it's like, I just, I need like a two-day break. Um, but, and I need him to go, I need him to go back to live with my parents is what I need. And, uh, and, and, and he's just refusing to do that. Um, he was, I did convince him to go meet um, some people, because there's two other people with special needs from his group that live in his building, 
And I said, well, okay, you are 10 days after your first vaccine, so you're pretty much good. You can, you guys can go on an outdoor walk and go get ice cream. And he did. He asked people out. It was actually pretty nice. cute. He asked them to go for ice cream, and and then he called back immediately. Immediately, you know, we we told him to go ask people. I told him to go ask somebody, and I was with my girlfriend. And then she helped encourage, which was really nice. She's very good. Julia's very good with that. And 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 then um, he called back right after to say he successfully booked a play date with with these twins. Oh, that's great. Um, they're twins who both have the same autism. They were they've been studied mm. by 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 scientists. Um, anyway, they they're in the they're, same building. Yeah, they live together, and they no, live but like they below live Peter. Peter. I mean. They live okay. yeah. So, you know, and they can go for a walk, and there's like an ice cream place. They could go and sit outside and whatever. It's like get it's like you know sixty degrees there right now where it was. Now it's that's great. Now it's like minus now it's like minus a hundred today, but whatever. Um, anyway. Uh, that got canceled because they were in contact with somebody who had COVID. So mm, he couldn't do he, thing. Yeah. yeah. So he couldn't do that. And you know, he does, he sees, he sees people twice a week. He, he goes on zoom on like another four times a week with his group, but mm. he doesn't do anything. He has no one to see. Um, that's probably really lonely for him. Yeah, he's so much, lonely. It's hard for you. It's got to be very lonely for him. Yeah, he, he's so lonely. It breaks my heart. But I just I'm tired of talking about the same four things, and I'm trying to get him to do new stuff so we can talk about new stuff. One thing is he's good at giving advice. Really, I can, I can tell him about my life, and he'll be like, "Well, Graham, you know." Stop complaining. Things are, <laughs> you know, he's good at, he's good at, kind of, yeah. Yeah. But that's my rant. I love my brother. I love him so much. But, yeah, no, it's, I think, uh, this, this podcast, I hope, is, uh, is, um, you know, it's a, it's, it's a place where people feel like we give a, a, a real picture of, what the stuff is the not the not disney version of what it's like to have loved ones with autism the mm. the, the the unfiltered and um more a little more raw experience of what it's like to 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 have a person with autism in your life forever hopefully forever you know at least for a long time i hope my son lives a long time i hope uh that is a weird thing though i've thought about that do i hope he outlives me yes or not you definitely hope he outlives you Mm. I hope Peter outlives me. Right. I don't know. I if my son died at sixty five and I was ninety or eighty five, I'd be like, okay, because I do worry about making sure somebody takes care of him. Someone will take care of him. Yeah. Maybe that's a little too raw, but uh, it's not raw. It's a, a real. What if he you dies have? at seventy and I'm ninety? You have a lot of people in my family live to be ninety. You're not going to make it to ninety. Trust me. <laughs> From your lips to God's ears. Um, no, you you don't want that. I know what you're saying, and it. I know I know you love your son more than anything, but um, well, I just get concerned. You know, you get, yeah. and that's out of concern. But on that day, you're not going to want that. Trust me. Yeah, he's. Someone will take care of him. They'll give him more than one Coke a week. He'll be great. You know. Yeah, the, the Coke thing is funny because it's like mm -hmm. you. Yeah, I was thinking about for his health, like yeah, 
anyway, that's probably too morbid to talk about, but you're like, yeah, yeah give them two Cokes if you only want them to do 65 instead of 95. Anyway, that's probably a little too dark. Um, <laughs> also, he showed me the car today, which really made me happy. So they're using the car, which I'm like, oh, yeah, we bought that car. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's a summer car. And uh, he did look, he was rubbing his eyes a lot, a lot of allergies. So, um, yeah. So, you know, sleep has always been an issue for him. You know, and you mentioned for you, you're a little sleep deprived, which yeah. leads us into to this week's In the News. I am the which, worst. Uh, which Graham I, found. I am the worst sleeper. I never, I don't sleep well at all. I can't go to bed and I wake up early. It sucks. I don't um, have that, but I guess I have sleep apnea. My wife used to always say that I stop breathing and then uh freak her out and then wake myself up and then go yeah, back to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a nightmare <laughs> oh, uh, man. i'm just yeah. I'm, a, I'm a nice facade but when you look closely it's i know it's um, it's rotting but women love a project they love know, a project until they get too close and they're like this might be a tear down <laughs> uh, <laughs> um you want to read this week's in the news you want me to read it buddy you can you can do it. All right, Graham found this one, but uh, but I feel like he's going to take a quick nap while I read this. This yep. was in SpectrumNews.org, which for some reason the, the algorithm knows we read this because it pops up a lot, a lot. Poor sleep could be at the core, could be core feature of autism, quote related uh, comma comma related conditions. The gene that is poorly expressed in people with certain neural de- developmental conditions is also essential for sleep, according to a new study in fruit flies. Wow, that's quite a stretch, but okay, here we go. Many people with autism and other neurodevelopmental conditions have trouble falling asleep and slumbering soundly. This difficulty is often viewed as a side effect of a given condition's core traits, such as heightened sensory sensitivities and repetitive behaviors in autism. The new work, though, offers evidence that sleep problems may stem directly from the same genetic changes that underline these conditions. Sleep should be viewed as a core uh, phenotype in these sorts of conditions. It's not something that's just emerging from a broader pattern, says the lead researcher Matthew Kayser, assistant professor of psychiatry and neuroscience at the University of Pennsylvania in Philadelphia. Mm Mm-hmm. Flies engineered to have low expression of the gene ISWI have underconnected sleep circuits in the brain and interrupted sleep, Kaiser and his colleagues found. ISWI is the fly version of the human genes SMARCA1 and SMARCA5. Oh, yeah. You know. The hits. I've got those both saved under my phone under mm-hmm. different numbers, mm-hmm. which regulate the expression of other genes by changing the structure of chromagnetin or DNA that is mm-hmm. coiled up. Many genes that, that makes alter sense. chromagnetin structure mm-hmm. have strong ties to autism and related conditions. Modifying these, f- modifying the flies to express SMARCA5, normalize their sleep circuits and behaviors. The oh, team yeah. also found. This is the first paper that links sleep problems with chromagnetin regulators, says Lucy PX Oxiton, assistant professional of biomedical sciences at Washington State University, Spokane, who was not involved in the study. Offbeat rhythm. Kayser and his colleagues evaluated the sleep patterns of the flies engineered to have any one of the 421 gene mutations linked to neurodevelopmental conditions, including autism. 
The flies with low expression of ISWI slept less than typical flies do, the researchers found. And when they did sleep, it was fragmented. The low ISWI flies also had problems with psychiatric, uh, I should know this word, I can't pronounce it, but I can't think of it right now, circadic rhythms. There we go. The internal oh, yeah. clock that cues animals about when to sleep and sleep throughout the day. And when they failed a memory test, forgetting that they had learned to avoid taking a drink of sugary solution in previous instances, was immediately followed by something bitter. Like many people with neurodevelopmental conditions, the flies had an atypical social behaviors. Men, male flies did not display courtship behaviors around female flies, and female flies did not form social clusters when large numbers of them were put into an area. Boy, we really are just animals. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> the men didn't try to show off with the girls, and the girls didn't sit together and talk. That's basically what he said. The sleep problem ceased when the team engineered the low ISWI flies to express SMARCA5, but the flies still perform poorly on the memory task. Flies engineered to express MACR1, on the other hand, did better on the memory task but still had sleep problems. But neither issue improved in the flies that expressed a variant of SMARCA5 found in people with neural developmental conditions. This is a very elegant way to demonstrate that M sorry, SMARCA5 is responsible for at least some of the issues seen in people with developmental conditions, said Philip Morirain, Associate Professor of Psychiatry and Behavioral Sciences at Stanford University in California. Lowering ISWI expression through fly, quote-unquote, teenagerhood resulted in altered sleep circuits and disrupted sleep, suggesting that this latter period of developmental development is essential for the circuits to form properly, Morain hmm. said, in the studies published in February in the Science Advance. Sleep screens. The findings suggest that we should be paying more attention to sleep deficits in neural developmental conditions, says study investigator Nehao Gong, a graduate student at Kaiser's lab. The sleep You're doing great with the names today, by the way. Not terrible, right? Not You're terrible. Are you really, you I deserve slept well. credit. Yeah, oh, yes. I, that's that's why, why I had I you read it. I slept really well. Yeah. I'm not as grumpy today as you are. Sometimes I'm more grumpy, but I today know. I'm not as, I yeah. feel great today. It's I'm staying crazy. at Punta Gorda on the water. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. Is, is that nice? I don't know what that means. It's very nice. It's in Port Charlotte, the oldest county in America. Ooh. Somebody at the show was like, we've been married 30 years. And I said, well, in a room like this, that doesn't seem like it's very long. And everybody laughed. So <laughs> That's good. everybody's been married forever. I know. It's like, where'd you meet her? Were you guys selling war bonds to each other? <laughs> <laughs> Which got a big laugh. Anyway, sorry, I got distracted. Sleep problems may be one of the earliest signs of neural developmental conditions in babies. Hmm. A parent, before issues with social communication can be measured, Gong said. Using sleep, sorry, using poor sleep to screen for early signs of autism and other conditions might be a way to identify people who might be more neurodevelopmentally vulnerable. And because the disrupted sleep can exacerbate other problems associated with neurodevelopmental conditions, such as cognition, improved sleep as early as possible could have lasting effects. Kaiser and Gong and their colleagues uh, have a study in press that describes a group of children who have SMARCA5 mutations and the, and the, neural de and the neurodevelopmental condition, furthering bridging the gap between the fly and human research. We're hoping to look more closely at those kids and their sleep patterns going forward, Kaiser said. Okay, so I, um, long-time listeners know, I, I, don't, I hesitate to give advice because... I'm I'm not a, a, an expert, um, and we no. could have just as easily named this autism according to two morons. 
but well, comedians, uh, it's uh, interchangeable. Yeah. yeah it's <laughs> <laughs> I'm just hesitant to give advice because I feel like everybody's situation is so different, and um, and I don't know. You know, I, I the the, the jury is still out on a lot of these things, but there is a couple things that I would do different if I had to do it again. Okay, my son always has had a hard time sleeping. Like he, he would just get wound up and you know, it'd be 11 midnight one, two. And then sometimes he'd fall asleep at three, get up at seven. He'd sleep like four. And it's like, that's my schedule. That's honestly my schedule. I'm not joking. Um, but yeah, maybe you're my son. Say hi to your mom for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm not trying to draw a correlation between his difficulties and mine, by the way. I'm just, that is my sleep schedule. I felt like I had to. Anyway, but, sorry. But, yeah, so he's got a he's got a horror. What I was gonna say out. was, um, if I had to do it again, um, we my his mom was very um, reticent to uh, reticent to put him on any uh, uh, drugs of any kind, like mood alterator. You know, like a lot of times they take antipsychotics to, uh, mm-hmm. as a mood as a what's that called a, a mood stabilizer for yeah, kids autism. I'm, yep, I think I'm saying it wrong. It. I'm close. Peter has it. Peter does that. Right. But we also, now now that when he turned 18, we also started him on more sleep things. But if I had to do it over again, I would have definitely started him on the sleep stuff earlier because mm-hmm. it, when he How sleeps, uh, maybe 11 or 12. Like, uh-huh. yeah, because when he sleeps, he's way better mood, mm-hmm. way more present. And then also, not to like, you know, uh, but his mom suffered from depression. And, and so if he doesn't sleep and none of us are sleeping, then it's like, yeah, he's, it, he's it, more it just prone makes to it. Everything a thousand times worse. So yeah, yeah. if I had to do it again, I would take my chances with the side effects of him having some sleep medication so that he gets some sleep and then his mom gets some sleep and we all get, you know, and so like it would have changed the whole dynamic, you know? Yeah. And, and, and at the very least wow. melatonin, we didn't even start melatonin until he was like, yeah, I don't know. Must have been 17, 16, 17. The melatonin does work. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't work all the time and you can no. build up and blah, 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 blah. But I'm telling you, you got a kid who's who can who's strong. He can run away. He can pull pipes out of the wall and he won't sleep. Well, when are we supposed to sleep? It's like the rest of us have to sleep. Man, it's like, I never thought about that, man. I'm so I'm so sorry to hear that. That must have been so difficult for you. It was a crazy, crazy thing. And it definitely contributed to his mom's mental Depression. health. Like, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, she's For not sure. sleeping. Yeah, it just yeah. screws up everything. Man. So we'd try to do shifts, and we'd try to do different stuff. and But yeah, if I had to do it over again, I would 100%. Uh, so if you're listening to me, and your kid is severely disabled and violent or uh, destructive, and you're on the fence on trying to... Uh, yeah, thinking about different things. I'm not a doctor. Consult your doctor. I'm not giving you medical advice. I'm giving you advice as a parent of somebody with a severely disabled son who's gone through it. That one of my few regrets is if I had to do it again, I would definitely have him sleep eight hours. You know, and if we had to mm-hmm. make him sleep with it, that's fine because, you know, if he's awake and you fall, sometimes too. He's awake. You're trying to watch him, but you're a human being. You fall asleep, and he runs out the front door, and he figures out the locks and stuff. You know, he'll watch where you put the keys, and it's like, he's sneaky. You're right. (laughs) In a way, though, I always think about this when you tell those stories about JJ being sneaky. 
in a way, like, wasn't part of you, like, kind of proud of him for yeah, figuring... problem solving. Yeah, for pro- sure. Yeah, figuring stuff out. You're like, that was pretty cool. <laughs> pretty, pretty clever. You'll see. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, it would be funny. Like, you'd catch him just, like, totally distracted, just messing with something. And then you go to, like, lock something and put it away. And you see his little eyes turn to you, like, watch where you're putting stuff. You're like... What? I thought you were checked out, but you, when yeah. I put away the gummy bears, you're watching where I put them. Oh, it's interesting. Uh-huh. <laughs> little stinker. That's great. And by little stinker, I mean six two, probably two forty five. What a guy well, this JJ! I can't wait to meet him one day. I, I, I mean that. We should put together a tour. Uh, we should do a podcast, a live podcast in Sweden, and have him come out towards have the end, just wave at everybody. Nobody give, come out, but we'll have JJ. That'll yeah, awesome. it's, it's Sweden. We'll get twenty five people out and say it's sold out. Uh, <laughs> it'll be in a closet, so we'll be sold out. Mm-hmm. He, he might inadvertently moon some people. It could be a full show. Full show. Um, <laughs> if you got questions, comments, insults you're curious about, I'd be curious to hear your stories about sleep guys and different things that you'd like to recommend to the autistic community. We love passing on um, knowledge and, and, and little tools that people use. As always, we love getting your messages and notes. We find them very encouraging. And uh, it's one of the reasons we do this because to be honest, there's not good money in this. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I'll be back in New York starting this Sunday for the next two weeks. And then I'll be in Oklahoma city at the Looney bin mid May. You can check me out on Kirk Smith comedy on all the social media. Graham, tell us about your different social media handles. Well, right now, uh, I just want to let you guys know to go to patreon.com slash autastic to uh, donate to this podcast. Also, I'm at Mr. Graham K on Twitter and Instagram K on Instagram. Check out my special, guys. If you haven't checked out my comedy special, check it out on YouTube. It's called Graham K Stupid Jokes. I'm very proud of it. And also, I've got a new podcast with Robbie Slowick. Um, it's a comedy pod, pure comedy co- podcast. Um, it's called The Edge Lords. It's uh, we don't we're, we're, it's not a dirty podcast, but it is not a clean podcast. Just a little FYI. Um, it's not a safe for work, not safe for work podcast. But we're not, not like safe for kids. But it's not uh, safe for kids. We're not intentionally dirty or crass or anything. But yeah, it's it's like late night. Yeah, like late. Yeah, yeah, but we're definitely you know just to let you know, it's called the Edge Lords, and check out my um, my comedy special, which is mostly very clean. Um, but there are you know there's I would say ten percent. You know, watch it. Ten percent might 10% be. Ten percent of the words are the F word. <laughs> no, but <laughs> maybe maybe point three percent. That was a joke. Yeah, I think there's like three F bombs in the forty-two uh, minutes. Just but uh, yeah. But anyway, it's called Graham K. Stupid Jokes. It's available on YouTube uh, everywhere but Canada. If you live in Canada, I'm sorry, you're gonna have to watch it on Crave TV. Well, uh, Kirk opens and, and closes uh, drawers over there. I don't Nobody know if you can else hear can hear that. <laughs> yeah, well, just I can't. I'm surprised <laughs> no one can hear it because the you can hear when like the the fan is on with these mics. Uh, you know, you can't hear a drawer right underneath it. I mean, Kirk has no concept. Um, Guys, this has been Kirk Smith and Grumpy Graham. Have a great week. You can do it.